Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
Cause she go AWOL Girl, you know this is A1 Hold like it down and just sing on it Can't wait another minute, I ain't got no patience Long as I die, you alert to death Alright, alright, alright She want me to fuck her like she's in a straight jacket Give her that crazy, crazy, crazy like I'm in a straight jacket She like that crazy That craziness would be breaking She just wanna climb the wall While I take her down She just wanna scream on top of all the She love that crazy, crazy, crazy Woo! Danger zone when I'm in the zone Do my four demolition to the Mars Stop banging on yeah. No, we knocking over furniture, yeah. Got you coming like I'm calling you. Play like the father's do. Girl, you know how we do. When it's me and you, I'm using you till you go AWOL. Girl, you know this is A1. Girl, look, you done and just hang on it. Take off your clothes, lay you on the bed. I don't want to roll slow. Start from your neck, then I go to your toes. It's showtime, you're in me and you. Go light the candles, I put the camera in view. Baby, let's make love. The mirror can't watch us too. Baby, keep coming, no stop on her own door. It's showtime, let's make a movie. Hit it different angles. Favorite scene in a movie. In a movie. We both 
this movie Fuck it, we can go to party three I love it when you ride me, baby Shout of love, I put it inside it, baby Deep breaths when you ride, then I lose control I try to hold it in, you say don't just let it go I pull it out, you open wide, you swallow it whole Look me in my eyes, don't let it go Once you done, you come up, tell me get on top I bite your neck, lick your ear, whisper I won't stop the showtime Let's make a movie Pity different angles that pussy you choosing Not the moans you make when I'm locked in You telling me keep going, please don't stop it It's showtime Let's make a movie Pity different angles that pussy you choosing Not the moans you make when I'm locked in You telling me keep going, please don't stop it What the fuck was that? Anyway, what is going on, y'all? It's your favorite host with the Butter Toast Radio Rail. Welcome, y'all, to OG Radio. And uh, officially, I am finally back, and I have a special guest with me. So give a round of applause for Charlotte Simone. What's going on, man? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. What about you? I'm good, you know. Uh, those who know me that got be on the show, I'm either A, eating, or B, drinking. So at the moment, I'm drinking just a little bit, slash helping my daughter. What you drinking? Some cookies or something. Uh, oh, I got okay. beer. I drink? got Grey Goose. I got some uh, Mike's something, lemonade, something. Oh, it's going to be tough, man. Listen. I mean, you know, man. I thought I was at a juke party. <laughs> I was over here juking. I'm like, it's over. Oh man, you know I got we got we got bangers. We got we got some shit. <laughs> you know I got some personal favorites that I play. Uh, so I'm gonna need <clears throat> a couple <clears throat> of your tracks <clears throat> sooner or later. Oh for sure. Come on now. You know I'm ready. So look, tell the world who you are, what you do, what it is. You know. Everyone, I am the real Charlotte Simone. No one has my name. I am the original. I am a artist and a creator. I am also a songwriter. Um, that pretty much sums up what I do. Um, who I am as a person, I am a mother. I am a aunt. I'm a sister. I'm a lot of things, but um, I am a woman of many hats. But I'm mostly a creator and an artist. She forgot to tell y'all she's a comedian too, like low key, like Damn. low key. And I'm, a, and I'm a comedian. What the fuck? You feel me? Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, she be funny as hell. I ain't gonna cap, but hey, look. I am a little funny. But um, mm. so on the artist tip. But we're going to cover a lot of mm-hmm. shit. Cause you wanna, you, the basis of this show today, y'all, she want to talk her shit. So we got a full hour. And even if it goes past the hour, guess what? We can go past the Damn. hour. But, Come uh, on. I'm ready. You know, first and foremost, let's talk about the artist aspect. So what inspired you to be an artist? 
Um, really, true and all, I grew up in the church. So, and I also had way older parents, like all my peers. Um, they parents were young. My parents were probably like their grandparents' age, so I was not able to uh, express myself through music because I really had such a like a draw to hip hop, rap, R and B, and like I was sneaking listening to that shit, you know, two in the morning watching BBC now, and I couldn't listen to it, but you know, um. When my mom actually passed when I was 19 years old, I'm 30 now, is when I um, actually started, you know, on my rap journey or whatever like that. So that's when I got into being an artist for real, I would say. Okay, okay. Is there any, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, I guess, mainstream artist that, that, you know, you look after or try to, I don't want to say model behind, but like, Listen to them give you a little bit of inspiration. Um, I got some. Okay, so my first one, I love Fabulous. Like that's my favorite rapper of all time. Underrated. But like yeah, for sure. Like I love Fab. Shout out to Fab. Um, but like the artist that I can say that I kinda like Mm, that's like, you know, I kind of look up to one is Tiana Taylor. I love her. Like, I just okay, love, okay. you know, all, I love her as an artist. And I also love um, Damani. That's T.S. I love Damani. That's kind of more my style, you know. And um, I love Jack Harlow also. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I know. Now, Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you said Damani because so many people don't even know, I don't want to say no, but they don't really peep that he rap and like he really do it. Oh, I like all his son. Damani like yeah, right? he hard. Like, yeah, he hard. He, he deep. I love a deep motherfucker. I hate. I, well, I ain't gonna say I hate because I love all types of music, but I love like uh, artists that express like they they just be deep with exactly. their music. They really just yeah. They got a message. That man. So I love him. Yeah. Hell yeah. That he, first album. Somebody is hard. I look forward to working with. For sure. Oh yeah. That that last album he had was hard. The track he did with his man. dad was even harder. Man. Like, yeah. I love. And you know, with, and shout out to Ti because you know a lot of artists have a whole bunch of kids and like uh, you you kind of expect living that lifestyle for your kids to grow up and somebody follows behind the footsteps and it's crazy because yeah. all of them tried to follow the oldest yeah. one wasn't really you know he can play the guitar but he's more like business side the youngest one for sure. i mean i guess he's for the younger generation i don't know I, it's, his music is you know it ain't yeah. for me but yeah but that damani yeah, yeah that's, he, that's, he is he is he he's the chosen one for sure mm-hmm my bad, y'all. I had to go. I'm, I'm currently helping my daughter make cookies real quick for her teacher's sure. birthday. Mm, I get I mean, mad no time, so they sleep. <laughs> Look, y'all. You already know how I get down. What they say? What time is it where you at? <laughs> Look, y'all. It's time for me. I texted her an hour ago. 
I'm like, you ready? Been hollering all <laughs> fucking damn six times. You over there baking cookies and shit. Shit, they catching Z's over here. They catch these things. Hey, look, y'all. She was like, i She was ready for them to go to sleep, right? I'm like, you know, it'll hit unexpectedly. Probably like <laughs> ten minutes later, she sent me a picture that knocked the fuck out. The fuck? What you mean? They is gone out. <laughs> Boy, melatonin used to be our best friend back in the day. I ain't gonna lie. Melatonin used to be, be that shit. It's still mine. It ain't going nowhere. Else. Right. Also, world. Y'all better y'all not know call this is, people alone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, you know, we don't need no parents and shit. We don't, we don't need none of that. None of that going on. That's it. <laughs> um, I also want to let y'all know, y'all, this is Charlotte Simone's very first interview, and I'm happy to be the one to interview. Yes. So, this is my first like, interview. Stop playing. You know? Break the you know, artist. And it's, you Break know, the artist, Rick. Um, Stop playing. Come on out. I usually tell artists at the end of the show, but I'm going to tell you now. So, like, our show ain't just locally. It's not just Chicago. It's not just surrounding there. It's not just Indiana, Michigan. Our show is heard globally, all like, literally all around the world. And um, oh, yeah. I just I just checked the stats because I me myself personally I haven't done a show in a hot little minute, but you know I'm trying to get things in order for the new year. What's a hot minute? I ain't did a show literally maybe in a few months. Oh, you work you know. for me. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, it ain't that. You know, I you know when you got work from home, it kind of you know. <laughs> I mean, I put in my time, you know, but, you know, okay. working from home, uh, I work at work, and then I come home and also still work. So, like, that, mm-hmm. that plays a factor. So, like, by the time 9 o'clock come around, I'm like, shit, I don't want to do no show. But I promise myself, be New Year, right. you know, get back to it. My first was uh, a host on this show four years ago. I did four shows by myself. Uh, okay. Well, it started off with me and my, me and my co-host, D-Trey, shout out D-Trey. We did... Tuesdays and Fridays, I believe. Then I added right. my own self on Monday, so I did Monday, Tuesday, Friday. And then my other co-host okay. Genesis, we added poetry, so I was doing Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. So it was, yeah. Then I had to, I had to cut back okay. some. That was, a, that was a lot for me. You know, it was a lot. I mean, we got a lot done. But it's just a little break, but you got now. Yeah, right. yeah. But you know, um, again, we're heard, heard globally. In over thirty different countries, so uh, right yeah. now, uh, Canada surprisingly is our biggest audience outside the U.S. Following by okay. Bulgaria. Shout out to Canada. Yeah, man. Shout out to Canada. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even. I don't even know. And then uh, I, I just checked Canada. earlier. We, we got Ukraine. You been there? What? Have I been to Canada? Yes. So is it like higher I love thinking, the like, Canadians? A bunch of mooses around and then, like, ice glaciers and shit. Is it really like that? No. <laughs> That's all I can say. That was, no. subtle, that was a subtle no. It was a no. I mean, when, I, when I'm thinking Canada, I think of moose and then snow. I heard it was beautiful. Okay. I just would never know. No. Or is it like... 
is it in Montana or something like that? Some shit like that, yeah. Yeah. And they drink okay, a lot. Okay. I love them. They always getting you drunk. I love Canadians. I love Canada. I would probably move to Canada. I would definitely I mean, move to Canada. From my knowledge, they got sweet health care, don't they? Yeah, they do. Fun fact. Yeah, I need, I need that. I'm paying a little too much for my shit, you know. Yeah. Fun fact, for sure. I mean, shout out to Canada. I, mean, I definitely want to go to Canada. Shout out yeah, to Canada. We love sure. y'all. You know. Yeah. As much as I be making fun of their little how they talk, but shout out to Canada. I love how they talk. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I love. <laughs> I haven't been out of the country yet. You know, I've had okay. a passport for about six, seven years, but. I've been planning. Yeah, I always wanted to go to Amsterdam. Okay. I have no idea what's in Amsterdam. But as a kid, I probably seven, eight years old. I always wanted to go to Amsterdam. Never knew what the hell was there, but I just want to go. Why did you want to go to Amsterdam? I mean, I drunk some Amsterdam, but I never thought you about know, going. You know, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I have no idea. I always that was just a place that I felt like I should be at. Since a little kid, and I always just wanted to go. Okay. Well, you gonna have to go because we we going we going. Okay. We gonna go okay. and we gonna go as artists as a as a, as a radio personnel, and you know we gonna introduce them to some some American music. <laughs> they probably they probably love American music. You never know. You never know. That's true. I heard, well, you know, I'm not much of a weed person, but I know that you're having all that shit going on. Oh, I actually don't smoke weed anymore. I just stopped, so I wouldn't know. I mean, we didn't, you know, I, I, I stopped. I'm so probably. It's been like, uh, okay, okay, okay. It would have been like seven, eight years for me. However. Me and Genesis, my mm-hmm. co-host, did Puffin okay. Poetry, which is our Thursday poetry show, where we started doing a live event. And there was a okay. couple times. I took a couple hits, but nothing major. But outside of that, it had been like eight, well, seven, yeah, eight that years don't count. since I started. I like that don't count. Yeah, that don't right. count. I'm cool. 22 days sober. So 22? Not 22 Make some motherfucking noise. You hear me? 22 days. Make some motherfucking hey, noise. You know, period. Good shit. Any type of any type of number is a good number, I guess. Absolutely. You know, I know some alcoholics who've been like fifteen hours over. Hey, this ain't about them now. Slow down. (laughs) We ain't gonna get on that now, okay? (laughs) Yeah, no, I can't get rid of that one right there. I need that in my life. Yeah, that's not my. I didn't make you know. That's my friend. Yeah. Hey, uh, That's my I gotta check out her video. Like, just go to her page and just Ooh, like. Oh, y'all. Go to her That's video. I gotta learn my limits <laughs> with that. But y'all, I be tur- I love the devil's juice. Okay, come on now. Not the devil's juice. I mean, the devil's juice. I didn't call it that, but you know, I like that. Speaking of that, 
Uh, let everybody know about that performance. Was that your first performance? That was my first performance, y'all. Shout out to Jerry Indiana because I performed at Playos for my first performance. It's in Gary, Indiana. Everybody that do not know, um, a lot of mainstream artists uh, perform now. Actually, I think Skilla Baby gonna be there tonight. Today Monday, yeah, hey. he's gonna be there tonight. So. Yeah, shout out to Jerry Indiana, but that was my first performance, y'all, and I just, I killed it, like, I was Alvin, and everybody else was the chipmunks, you feel me, like, right. they couldn't fuck with me, so, I mean, yeah, I had a, a, a couple of, you know, too many shots, I, I didn't keep the mic up to my mouth, shit, I probably did more dancing than I did rapping, but guess what, y'all, I had a ball. You had a good time. Yeah. I had a good ass time, and everybody else did too. So I did something right. So make sure like as long as you have a good time, that's that's all that matters. Like that's all know, that matters. Your music will get heard regardless. So as long as you have a good time, it's gonna get heard regardless. Absolutely. I uh, the last time I was in Gary was for a show. Uh, shout out to um, shit. I can't even think right now. Um, she'll kill me that I forgot her name. Um, oh, shit. shout out to Ray So Dope. Ray So Dope. My home, my home girl, Ray So Dope. Uh, they, she held a show out there, and I uh, ran into an artist. Well, actually, I even knew him beforehand. His name is Band of the Barber. Um, I had, funny thing, I had, I had uh, interviewed him probably like a month before the show, and then I put him on to Ray So Dope, and he actually performed. Mm-hmm. So it was it was pretty dope. I didn't um the tracks that he sent me, I was like, Ooh, nigga, I don't know. But then watching him performing live was a different story. So it was like I I, okay. I fuck with it. But right. you know, it's it's kinda different when you see shit live. It's like, okay, I I, I like it. Definitely. 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 Uh, question on the artist side. Do you think that this day and age in music is it hard, especially being the age that we are, is it hard to keep up with this generation of music? I think uh, people are, um, I think we're in an era where a lot of ass-shaking drill music is really our thing. Um, me, per se, I, I'm not going to say that because I love me some ratchet music, but I only do it because that's what people like. And I know that's unfair to say, but that's not really my genre of music. But I ain't saying I don't like it because I love it. You know, I'm from, I'm from Chicago. So, you know, shout out to the drill movement or whatever. But I feel like it's harder to be yourself in this generation um, if you're not a drill artist, if you don't promote ass all day. You know, I just feel like it's hard to be yourself and be true to yourself when expressing yourself right. in music, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. I agree. Um, so shout out to, like, the old heads like Wayne, who's still able to just fucking kill it and keep up with all the time mm-hmm. for over 20 years. For sure. I love and people Wayne. who know me shout know that I am a big Jay-Z fanatic. And the fact that I be seeing people's posts when they be like, oh, you got to let one go, everybody be like, Jay-Z. I be like, what? How? He's, oh, yeah. Because he's, 
gold. He's like way over ears. And we were, that's crazy as hell because I was just talking about this with um an older guy in my job. He's, what, 50, I think you said, like, yeah, 50, 51. And he was like, who y'all got in y'all generation? We got J and V. And I'm just like, okay. And I started naming a whole bunch of people. And he's like, okay, I give you that. And I'm just like, do y'all really got J C or do we got J C? Oh, like, <laughs> I don't know. I think he's kind of mixed, but... I mean, I love Jay-Z. I don't know why people want to get rid of Jay-Z, but it's probably because he is, first of all, he freestyles. And a lot of shit probably go over their head. You know what I mean? So They do. I mean, I get they it. They do. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and then you got to, like, think about it. Out of his camp, he produced two billionaires out of his camp. Kanye and Riri. Like, yeah, who, see, they don't talk the same language as Jay. Yeah. They don't. He said it in a few of songs. Like, they so, like, when I when I start talking about my goats, like, people look at me kind of crazy. I really have a top three when it comes to goats. Other people have a top five. My four and five be iffy because they haven't reached it yet, but I know they're getting there. But my top three, out the gate, of course, yeah. Jay-Z. I, I don't never count okay. Pac and Biggie because, I mean, Yes, they were good at their time, but they're gone now. So it's like they respectfully they they already That's there true. up top. So you ain't gotta mention it. But I got right. Jay, Wayne, Eminem. Okay. I can see that. You know? And then yeah, like they I'm starting to put Drake the up there. Starting Drake to put Drake up there just a little bit. You know, he Drake, uh we that last got album. Drake. We got Drake. Yeah. Our generation got Drake yeah. for sure. Like he's one of he, the goats. He never produced a bad album except for one. The album before Certified Lover Boy. I don't know what the hell that was, but he shouldn't did that one. But outside of that album, every album outside of that album, like yeah, it's just like he he don't he don't really miss like that, you know? Exactly, and he can I do it in I any genre. When he first came, oh my God! It's just like he just had a crazy ass run. So I would say Drake is definitely our generation goat for sure. I want to work with Drake. And, then, and you will, you shall. And I have an honorable mention of the late great DMX. Like that man was cold. People just don't realize how cold he was. <laughs> they don't. Then I don't think people do this language either. Like I said, like our generation is more of. And I'm not trying to discredit anybody else because all artists are not, you know, just put in a box. But our generation loves drill, trap, ass, shaking. Especially from the show. Like, I mean, you know, I ain't saying I don't like it, but I wouldn't put myself in a box, you know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't put myself in a box either. Yeah. Oh, our... Uh... Like you said, our generation is the drill music. Shout out to uh, shout out to Chicago for starting it. And you got to, you definitely have to give a big shout out to basically uh, Chief Key for starting it, along with Lil Durk and gotcha. King Louis, and then everybody else gotcha. branched off of that. Absolutely. So like he King Louis don't get the respect that he deserves, you know. No, he don't. Like King Louis is really. Um, he's a beast. 
I said, I ain't gonna lie, he got shot and he got a little bit ghost. Like, he's been putting out shit here and there, but he doesn't went ghost after he got shot. Yeah, I think he probably can. I don't know. I'm just speaking, but he probably ventured off into some other shit. Like, he probably, um, I don't know. A lot of artists, I feel like, that don't get the respect and the recognition they deserve, they kind of just fall back off music. Because I'm the type of artist, like, I know a lot of people be like, man, like, when I talk to people, they always tell me, like, man, your hardest shit gonna come, you know, when you depressed and when you down, and I'm like, I can't create like that, though, you know, like, most people can't create like that, and they will get a hit, like, I done heard people say, oh, man, she needs to get her heart broke again, like, her, her music ain't hitting in it, it's like, what, like, but you know, artists create different. I, so I understand. Yeah, I, I definitely get. That. I can I can relate. Um, so one of my, again, y'all, y'all know me. I'm a radio host. I'm not a rapper. I just like talking about shit. <laughs> but but um, my latest, my last single, yeah, single, first single that I had as a quote unquote producer slash artist was "Before I Let You Go" featuring my homie K Vibes. That mm-hmm. came about because of uh, a divorce. I wasn't sad or nothing, but because of that, I created that. And it, it's been my biggest fucking single so far. And it was Friday, but I'll announce that later on during the show. But, like, I kind of get when people feel like, you know, at a certain place in their life, they can create, quote, unquote, masterpieces. But me, I, I mean, I don't have to feel the type of way I just do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I ain't even going to find I get that. Like, I be coming up with some crazy-ass shit, but I be feeling like, Charlotte, do you really want to put this out? Like, do you really want to get this petty? And some be telling me, like, just put that shit out. But then I be like, I don't you know if be. I want to go. Man. You should, because the thing, the key... <laughs> People gonna hate. Me. I don't know, but I fuck around. I fuck around and go viral though, because I know a lot of people feel this way, and I don't even want to say it because I know a motherfucker probably gonna try to steal it or something, like because bitches be biting. But I and but that at that point you'd be a trendsetter. You put it out there, you know, and it's yours. Right. And people follow Absolutely. Suit, you know. Yeah. And then, That's why I'm gonna put it out first before thing, I speak about it. Hell yeah. And the greatest thing about being mm-hmm. an artist, nobody really knows if you're telling the truth or not. That's what I'm saying. But I know it's going to hit hard. because, and, and it's crazy because it'd be like, who it's about, it's not even about them, for real. But I know they're going to feel some type of way, if that makes sense. Guilty conscious, yeah. I definitely yeah, get it. So. Like, and that's, and that's, I mean, and that's but the I best don't thing, no though. Fuck, though. I don't get no fuck, though. I don't even care how nobody feel no more because don't nobody give a fuck how I feel. So why should I have so much mercy? On, uh, you know what I'm saying? Or And it's like, I just, I don't know why I care about how people feel because don't nobody give a fuck how Charlotte feels. Right. And it's not that you're being mean or nothing like that. It's just basically you putting yourself first in that, uh, in that, 
it's basically just, hey, why should I lower myself down to your level to care about how the fuck you feel? But I'm you an know, artist. Well, well, why? 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 Exactly. Is that and it's like, why do I want? Why do I look at it like that? I think as like a human right. being and as an empath, I kind of care about how people will kind of receive stuff. But I don't give a fuck. Fuck that shit. I'm right. dropping that shit. What? What other people eat don't make you shit. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Now. And I'm getting that through my skull, so like you know, I'm working mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, I've I've been this way my entire life. My mama told me a long time ago, don't ever let what other people say affect you. You know how you a little kid, and they'd be like, I'm rubber, you glue, whatever you say, bounce off of me, stick back to you, whatever that shit go. Like I held mm-hmm. on to that shit. Like damn, you know what? Words in a, some ways do hurt. On to that shit. Yeah. Right. I didn't hold on like, to that shit, man. I didn't. Like, everything just hurt my feelings. Motherfuckers, man. <laughs> I used to be a fucking crybaby. I'm serious. Everything hurt my feelings. I remember when I was younger. I ain't going to say no names. Because I, I just can't wait to see her again in the future. But when I was younger, right, and it's crazy. I was just telling my sister this. Um, my pastor's son, he played the organ for uh, R. Kelly. Damn, I'm spilling too much of the beans on him. But anyway, he dated a famous artist, right? And Mm -hmm. I should say who it is, but it's cool because I want to see that bitch. But anyway, y'all, I will never forget, like, I was adopted, right? And my parents was older. So my mama, like, my hair was always thick as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never been bald head or shit, but my hair always been thick as hell. And my mama didn't really know how to manage it, right? So she used to put my hand in mm-hmm. ponytail, and she used to buy me phony ponies for church, right? Because I was shy as fuck. Right. Fuck you mean? So this particular bitch, guys, sat behind me, and I was about nine at the time. And she dated my pastor's um, son or whatever. And she was talking about my phony pony as if I did not hear this bitch. My thing is, you grown as hell. And I kind of, I didn't look up to you, bitch, because you weren't on shit. But I like your group's music. And so I look back at the whole, because I'm just like, damn, bitch, am I like chopped liver? Like, you going to just sit here and talk about my phony pony? You know what I'm saying? And right. I held on to that for all these years. I'm 30 now. That shit happened when I was nine years old. And I'd be thinking like, damn, like instead of talking about me, a little ass girl, why you just ain't, you know, step in and offer to get my hair done or, you know what I'm saying? Bitch, you ain't even know I had an older mama. And my thing be like, I do not get why the older generation, like they don't step in and try to be an example and like uplift the young motherfuckers, like, I cannot see myself doing it because what if suicidal or something? You know what I mean? Like, what if I wanted mm-hmm. to kill myself because this bitch talked about my pony pony? You know what I mean? Like, you didn't, you don't even know how that could have affected me, you know, as a child. And so I just cannot wait to see this bitch again because I know I'm going to see her and I'm a, I can't wait to tell her and I hope the bitch cry and cry and I hope she, I don't even want you to apologize, bitch. I just won't. You'll feature on one of my songs. So 
so I can outdo <laughs> your ass. Y'all yeah. heard it here first. And you could be cracking again, bitch, because you can't sing. And I ain't going to say who it is because, bitch, when I make it to the top, then I might say your name and embarrass you. Bang. But anyway, because she, she a gospel artist now, y'all. And that bitch got the nerve to be one Ooh. of God. A fucking gospel artist at that. Oh, bitch, you going to hell. What the fuck? Well, damn. Hell. Yeah, anyway. But yeah, y'all well, bitches damn. need to stop talking about y'all bitches need to stop talking about our youth. Uplift them, like for real, because it's, it's it's ridiculous, it's nasty, it's disgusting. And I'm not here for it. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Hundred percent. I second that motion. So that's that that was a lot. <laughs> what they say now that we cleared that up Next. Now that we cleared that up But what we finna do y'all We finna quick take on that note We gonna take a quick break And uh, I'm gonna play a couple tracks And we'll be right back Because Charlotte Simone Has to get some shit off her chest Uh oh <laughs> It ain't got deep <laughs> It ain't got deep It's your boy Radio Red Charlotte Simone Here on OG Radio and this right here is my boy. Shout out to Kid Griffey with Flex. We will be back in the Jiffy. My lame ass said Jiffy. But we'll be right back. <laughs> Hop in the web, making some moves, and handle my business. Yeah, I had to come up on the check. I had to make it my own. I've been too worried about money, I can't even answer my phone. Cops coming, steady watching and lurking. They wanna leave me alone. Young can't tryna get to the top. Fuck
had to stack it and flip it. Yeah. I had to count up a hundred yeah. and hit on my man and go spend it. Yeah, yeah. she be relieving my tension. She wanna know how to whip it. So I got in the kid to fill him up on the check. I had to make it my own. I've been too worried about money, I can't even answer my phone. Cops coming, steady watching and lurking. They wanna leave me alone. Young can't trying to get to the top. Fuck it, I'm setting the tone. Yeah, yeah. I just came through the flex on the nigga. Yeah, you talking that shit, then I'm pulling my trigger. Yeah, was thinking a million, but now I won't bigger. Back to the crib, now she flowing like a river. Yeah. I just came through the flex. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just came through the flex on the niggas. Yeah, I just came through the flex. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just came through the flex on the niggas. Hey, this is Boy K Vibes. But this one is about you, though. I just wanted you to know that. I noticed the way that you walk.
I like <laughs> nationalistic poetry. You like the big business. Okay. I got you. I mean, yeah. no homo, but yeah. Yeah, the big lazy the way is that no homo. <laughs> For sure. The Scott the Scott Hey, man, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I was being dead serious, real life. <laughs> Why you playing? So you don't eat Master Street poetry? No, I eat Scott Peterson. I make my own. It's still a glizzy. Yeah, I eat glizzies for sure. Glizzy gladiator. Yeah. (laughs) It's nothing wrong with that, real. Like, you just stick it out. Whoa, whoa. You just stick it Whoa, whoa. I'm not a glizzy gladiator. That's your label. Wow. That went left quick. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Damn, can't believe you did that. But uh, moving on. Uh, word around town is you got some shit to get off your chest. I mean, there's some shit on my chest. It depends on what you're talking about. Let's see. Let's talk I don't remember what the hell we were talking about the other day. Cause I know we was going to bring it up on the show, but I forgot like a motherfucker what it was. I swear to God, I forgot. What you talking about? Uh, let me think. Hmm. Hmm. I definitely don't remember. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. Me neither. It, it, How you going to bring it up? It was right there. <laughs> you you know, bring I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> but you know... This is what makes me me on a radio show. I don't write nothing down. This is all pure me, authentic. Like, this is just raw. I don't, you know, have questions wrote down and shit. Fuck that shit, dumb as hell. It, it be sounding like when other people interview people that they write shit down. It be sounding dumb as hell. All right. You just go off the dome. Exactly. You know, whatever people want to hear, you know, we let them know we tell right. them. I don't be doing all that. So, when you were 15... Yada 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 yada. Like right, nigga, what? Yeah. Try to ask all the Yeah, it's better. Talk about everything. Right. Everything is raw. Would you would you if somebody paid you the money to be a uh, a battle rapper or do like one battle rap for a day, would you do it? Well uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm okay, so I'm like a perfectionist when it comes to music, and I'm really trying my hardest. I'm trying my hardest, guys, to get out of that. But battle rapping and like to me, battle rapping and freestyling is the same thing. And I cannot freestyle. I'm not gonna say I can't, but I won't. I refuse. Like I don't want to sound stupid. You know what I'm saying? I hate your ass, but I don't want to sound stupid trying to battle rap a motherfucker. Then a motherfucker kill me with a box, and I'm looking dumb as hell. I don't like to lose. I'm a sore fucking loser. Like, if somebody paid me, so how much money? <laughs> if somebody uh-huh. was like, yo, we'll give you 100 racks just to come battle rap for, for what was it? Can Usually I see about- my opponent? Do I know who my opponent is? Already for yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, you know who your opponent. Hell yeah, I'm doing like that shit. But if I lose, do I get the hundred k? Yeah, I believe there's no like, even yeah. win or lose, you still get the bag. I'm finna come. I'm I'm finna battle. I'm ready. For sure. For me, I always felt like 
I could battle rap because it's basically just talking shit, but you're putting it in that rhyme. But then when you watch it, you be like, oh, no, nah, that shit hard. But I remember just fucking around. I said, like, some hard shit, but I'm trying to remember what I said. It has something <laughs> to do with Nick Cannon. That's all I remember. I said something okay. about, uh, ah, shit, I, something being strapped up with 12 missiles. That's that Nick Cannon, some shit like that I said. And I'm like, yo, I can make it in battle rap. Okay. Right, you know, but. You, you probably know. got them bitches. I mean, shit, yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, if the bag is there and the bag is involved, count me in. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Camera. I feel like battle rap is hard. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. You gotta like literally I, like roasting the motherfucker is one thing. You know what I'm saying? That's easy, especially that's from different. Chicago. That comes with easy, yeah. but that's different with battle rap. It's like, woo! Yeah. You gotta like rhyme. It's like you gotta for sure, for sure. You gotta come with them punchlines. And I just feel like, like, damn. I mean, if it's money on the line, and I'm gonna get the money regardless, I'm going. I mean, shit, we're going to make this bag. But if it was, like, on some competition shit, like, a motherfucker was like, yeah, come back, like, I might pass. I ain't going to stunt. So I might just yeah, drop they got hit, the show. But I might pass. Yeah. I might drop hey, a man, hit, make I a motherfucker want to You say drop a hit? <laughs> make a motherfucker want to keep battle rapping. Bitch, won't battle rapping. I'm be acting like I'm Hollywood. I'm too good for right. all that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hitman Howell's a battle rapper slash rapper. He created a show called Bags and Bodies, and it's a bunch of you know battle rappers in the house together. They mm-hmm. battle all over the place and whatnot. And it's pretty pretty dope how you see people do it. But like people definitely get personal, like to the point where mm-hmm. people say shit, and you be like, "Yo, I want to fight this motherfucker," but you can't yeah. do it because it's you know, battle rap. I don't think I'd make it because motherfuckers mm-hmm. might say something about my grandma. I'm ready to <laughs> my dad. Yeah. See, I don't know. Like, that type of stuff don't get to me no more. I'd be so mad. I'd be more mad that I can't just off the dome battle rap. Like, I'd get mad because I'm like, damn, like, I can't do something. Like, I'm a sore loser, but I wouldn't be mad about that. Like, we talk about one of my people or something. I'm past that. That shit don't bother me. So, you know. But yeah, that's I mean, just Remember I said words don't hurt. I ain't saying the battle rap words will hurt me, but it'd be some fighting <laughs> words, you know, I'd be ready to knock a nigga out. Like, whoa, 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 what the fuck you just said? What was that? Yeah, see, it's different. Oh, oh. Like, I don't care about what people say. And I think like, that's why people really don't like me like that. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, it don't bother me. And I'm not going to give you the reaction that you're looking for. But I might hit your ass calmly. Then you might get mad, you know. So. Right. And that's what gets no. people the most upset is when you don't give a fuck. And that's yeah. the most amazing thing. Like, my personality is I care up until a certain point. Like, when it, anything positive... Mm-hmm. I love it. But when it gets to that negative shit, man, I can give two fucks. I don't give a damn. Yeah. I'm never, and they I'm not going to, like, I, right? And I love music to the utmost, you know what I'm saying, to the point where, you know, I, you know, as you know, I like to produce music. You know, I'm starting off, well, I've been at it three years, but whatever the case, you know, you know, I do here and there and then 
um, I fuck with a lot of artists who's like, yo, you should rap in your shit. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not a rapper. They was like, who cares? Most of us aren't rappers. We just do it. We just put some shit together. It's like, yo, we heard you yeah. reach out before. Just do it. I'm like, ah, you know. But I'm like, you know what? Sure, why not? I'm not really trying to make this my passion or career. It's just something I like doing as a hobby. So I do it, and I get positive feedback, of course. And then I get negative feedback. Yeah. I really don't give a shit. Because it's like, right. I don't care. <laughs> I'm still going to do it at the end of the day. Like, I don't, I don't care what you say. I'm still going to do it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, and somebody I think, told um, me this, like, go ahead. Uh, I don't know. I was going to piggyback off what you said and just say, like, um, I used to say that, too. Like, you know, I ain't no rapper, man. Like, I ain't really trying to do this for real. I'm just having fun. But I I feel like words are really powerful, too. So I try to change my mindset when it comes to things that I do, even if it's a hobby, you know what I mean? Because you should be able to make money off what you love or what you just like doing, you know? You don't necessarily you don't necessarily have to be your life, but just, you know, making money off of something that you like doing is that's living for real, so. That was just a piggyback off what you said. I don't like to talk that anymore. Like, oh, well, I I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't do this. Like, no, you do do it. Like, you know? True. And then one thing that um, I've learned through a lot of artists, even with myself, and I've even heard you say it, um, sometimes we create things that we feel like we don't like. And it's like, eh, this shit ass. Mm-hmm. I don't even want really, put that out there but then you put it out there yeah. and people really fucking love it like the first beat that i made you i personally didn't like it but you was like it was right. fire i'm like what i'm like okay all right it gave me a little confidence boost i'm like all right i'm doing something right i didn't really like it yeah. but you love it and then yeah. i sent it to my co-host yeah, and different. she fucking she loved it i'm like what yeah but maybe i'm just missing something but but yeah you know and I- a lot of people like different. People always tell me that, and I be like, "Fuck you! You don't know what you're talking about." And then I just be thinking, people just talking. And I be like, "You know what? I'm not asking that motherfucker nothing else." You know, because <laughs> they don't agree with what I'm saying. I'm like, "This shit is garbage." What you think? Oh, I don't think it's garbage. I'm like, "Yeah, you're just fucking lying. You want me to look a damn fool? Like, you know?" So I get what you're saying, and it's it's it's, yeah. it's right. So, People blow up off bullshit, like shit that they, and I, you ain't never lost. They be like, yeah, like, did you think this song was going to blow? And they be like, hell no. Like, you know, it would be a shock it's going to blow up. It never really be the one, you know, so. Mm-hmm. I get that it. bullshit. Funny thing. I get it. Ice JJ Fish. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. The most. Yep weirdest guy in the world. Of course, he cannot sing, but he made so much money off putting mm-hmm. bullshit out. And then the man put mm-hmm. out some gospel albums, some gospel EPs, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? Yep. But he's smart. He made money off that shit. Now, yep. there's a young man out here. I ain't gonna lie. I fuck with him because this shit be funny. He goes by the name of You Know Miles. Um, mm-hmm. The most familiar song is the Hong Kong song that he made, but he can, he he really can rap, but he just decides to put out bullshit because people 
are going to fuck with it and people are going to stream it and it's going to go viral. So he keeps putting out yeah. bullshit music. To That's me, it's funny. I ain't going to lie. It's really funny. Like, he made one about Martin Luther King. And the way he said Martin Luther King's name, I was in tears. I was just like, what the fuck? But that's Z. smart, though. You, they've learned enough Damn, to know that. Right. Exactly. All you need to do is put some shit together on the beat, and then, bam, now you're making money off bullshit. And you want to know, that kind of goes back to what we were saying. Like, I want to put some shit out, and I'm thinking about other motherfuckers' feelings, but I know it's so many people that can relate. You know what I mean? Like, so why exactly. do I give a fuck? What you don't do, another motherfucker will. So that's, I always that's think of that. Speaking the truth, it's just like, uh, they be you know, mad as people blow up off something that you thought about first, you know, or it was your idea, mm-hmm. first, you know, and it's like, damn, I, I, I thought of that, like, but you didn't do it though. Shut the fuck up. Real shit. I remember years ago when I kind of wanted to be in like a rap group or whatever. Because back, I ain't gonna lie, back then I was able to <laughs> freestyle my ass off. And again, I'm not a rapper, but I was able. I was surrounded by music my whole life. I started watching those uh, hood affairs with Gucci and shit. That's when I was like, yeah, I want to be a rapper. I'm like, yeah, I want to make beats and be a rapper and shit. So, like, me and my cousin, we'll rap, and I can freestyle my ass off. But then he put me on to writing, and now I can, I can literally write. I really feel like I can write for people versus freestyling. My freestyle ain't shit no more. But once I started writing, my freestyle just went out the fucking window. Uh, so shout out to my third, my one, two, my third EP, Rail and the Beat Volume Three. I actually freestyled three songs, well, two songs, and wrote one. But that's neither here nor there. But like, where the fuck was I going with this? <laughs> I had a point to <laughs> I'm like, okay, right, right. <laughs> I had a point. Oh, the rap group. Um. I wanted to be in a in a group, right? And this is when Wayne was like at his hottest. And I remember I said okay. at that point in time, I'm like, yo, Wayne's so fucking raw, he can make a song about gonorrhea and that shit would go hard. And then little did right. you know, that we all know a year later he he made that um I'm not a human being album and made a song about gonorrhea. And that shit went hard. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, damn, if I would have just did it myself. If you know, hello, man, it'd be so much shit I think about, and I'd be like, damn. And that's why I learned, if you don't do it, another motherfucker will, like. <laughs> yep, because somebody else got the same thought process as you. Yeah. Yeah, man, if y'all feel yeah. like, you know, you feel like you can't do something, do it anyway, because you never fucking know what would happen. Like, I had I a passion. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with that one. I definitely got to take my own advice. Uh, four years ago, when I decided, when I got on radio, I was like, man, you know what? I want to make music because I used to make music when I was eleven, twelve, and right. my technically, technically, my very first song was about my cousin Eric, and it was called "You Suck, Eric," and I was fucking <laughs> one of the guys who made beats. I was just fucking around on the mic. I was like, you suck, Eric. You suck, Eric. You suck, you suck, you suck, Eric. You suck balls, big, big balls. Yours are small. (laughs) That's what I said. That was the hook. 
and he made it. He made a whole track of that shit. We played that shit for at least two, three years straight. But yeah. like ever since then, I was like, yo, I want to make music, but I, I never really got into it until doing radio. I just had a right. feeling to be like, man, I want to make some music. I, I bought me and my wife MacBook, and I'm like, right. shit, Logic Pro. All right, I'm gonna pay two hundred bucks, put that on my computer. And I made right. it's real on the beat volume one. It was only four tracks. Mm. Uh, you can tell my progress from that very first EP, but I was like, man, I don't know if I should just put that out there because I don't really know. But very, very odd. This is when I was at the peak of radio and shit. Hmm. I put that out there, and I had mm-hmm. over 70,000 streams. Within two weeks. Oh, oh, I bet. Yeah, I was like, you what? Really like, and then what if you would never put it out? You see what I'm saying? Exactly. And I didn't even yeah. know people really fucked with me like that. Now, I always tell people the story that I've, I, uh, I'm not big, big, you know, in radio, but people, enough people know me. They know who I am. And uh, right. I'll never forget, three years ago, I first moved out here. Me and my wife moved out here to Mount Prospect. And we used to have a bad habit of ordering food all the time, our late-night guilty pleasure, especially when the kids wasn't home. And mm. I door dashed some shit. The door dash would come walking up the store, stairs. I met him at the door. And uh, he was like, oh, shit, you radio well. Man, can I get your autograph? I'm like, for real? Like, damn, okay. Nah. Maybe it'll be worth something someday. So that was like my very first time. The second time, I went to go buy me an Apple Watch at um, Target or Walmart, one of the two. And uh-huh. uh, I was in line, me and the cashier was talking, and there was an older couple, Jan and damn, Jake and Jan, or John, John and Jane uh, Brown, or Wilson. And they was like, hey, I don't mean to bother you, but I know your voice. You Radio Rail. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, me and my wife, we listen to your show all the time. Every Mondays and Tuesdays, we catch wow. you. I'm like, I'm like, how old are y'all? At this particular time, they were 60 years old. They was like heavily into the wow. culture. They were a white couple, an old, older white couple. So, I, you know, that was my second autograph. That's what the very last yeah. one I signed. Uh, me and my wife go to this spot called Cilantro, which is a taco spot. Mm-hmm. Now, around this time, I was started doing TikTok, and right. um, we we ate there, and then she went to the car, ordered some more tacos to go, and I guess the the waitress lady or the cashier was scrolling through TikTok at that particular time, saw my video, was like, "Oh my God, this is you!" I was like, "Yeah, that's me." She's like. Can you sign my stuff fine sign on the receipt and I'm gonna keep it I'm like, all right, cool. So it's like little things like that mm-hmm. keeps me going. It's like, you know, Hell I'm not yeah. big yet. But like that shit was just a proud moment in my life, like, yo, people people know me and I don't even know these people. Yeah, absolutely. Um shout out to my big sis, Teeny. I know you wanna uh she told me to send out the link so she can listen later, but uh, she called them ghost watchers. Like they watch 
and they don't really mm-hmm. say nothing. So you think people not, you know, like looking and watching and observing you. But I know that to be false too, because this past weekend, um, someone that doesn't say anything to me on social media, and um, you know, they don't interact with any of my stuff. You know, they was like, "Yeah, I saw you do this, and I saw you do that," and I'm like, "Oh." I didn't know you were watching me, you know, like, you know, every day. So, yeah, she called them ghost watchers, and I was like, yeah, that's exactly what they be doing, ghost watchers, which is cool, you know? Right. Big facts. I agree with that one. And your biggest support is always going to be people you don't know versus the people that you do know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So y'all make sure y'all go follow me on these platforms if I don't know you. I love meeting new people, and I have hella space in my life for new like-minded people. Now, if you're a bitch, no, I'm just playing, but um, I love people. <laughs> as long as they're not negative and, you know, like I'm so inviting. So y'all go follow me at the real the real R-E-E-L Charlotte Simone on IG and Charlotte Carter on Facebook and Carter OG2 on Snapchat guys. Oh, yep. Yes y'all yes, follow sir. up man. That was funny you said that just <laughs> <laughs> now that we did that <laughs> that was funny you said and remember I said earlier in the show that shit, it might go past the hour, which it did, so I ended up extending it. Um, oh, my God. Oh, we, you know, it was going to be. No, oh no. God. See, this is, this is perfect because when it's genuine, it just flows. Like, other people be like, hmm, yeah. Like, I ain't going to lie. I had, remember, oh, that's what I was talking about. I was talking about interviewing the artist. And they was just fooling themselves. We was talking about Mango ninety five. That's who the fuck we was talking oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And people right. who've been on the show, they I talk about this shit all the fucking time. There's two of the worst interviews I've ever had in my life. The first one, <laughs> I feel like our program director, AK, shout out to you, AK. I felt like he set up me and my homie B Trey on. Just the worst fucking interview ever. He goes by the name H.D. Pluto. Okay. And I don't give a fuck. I don't care if he ever listened to the show or not, whatever. I'm going to fucking say it. <laughs> his music, his music is the worst music I've ever heard, ever played, ever put to my ears in my entire homie. fucking life. You a real homie, though, because I'm going to tell y'all this. Most of y'all friends, y'all homies is not y'all homies. Because they can't tell y'all that y'all music is ass. I'm going to tell my homies that they music ass. And so you're, you're a real motherfucker, real. You keep being yourself, man. For real. Appreciate that. That's the only way you can be is be real. There's no time to be fake. Straight up, y'all need to take notes. In my daddy voice, write that down. You feel me? Write that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, this man, H.D. Pluto, right, on top of his music being ass, he gets on the fucking, we, we, we logging into the show. We unmute his mic and shit. He just starts 
saying words and just saying like on the monopoly and shit. Like ah, HD Pluto, like what the fuck is this? Oh, and, what? It was a horrible interview. <laughs> then he got mad because one of his tracks that we we didn't play. And when I tell you, I'm going to Charlotte. I'm going to find this track and I'm going to send it to you. When I find it and send it to you, you go laugh your ass off. It was so fucking horrible. I'm just like, yo, I don't want to play this on Android. Like, this is horrible. Not a fact. Did he have anything to say about it? I mean, he, he thought it was good. He, he oh, thought yeah. It was good. He, he thought it was good. Hey, that's My His name is Money Meek Pluto. That's what his name was. My Money bad, y'all. Money Meek Pluto. Yeah, you was all off. But, I mean, that's the thing about artists, like, Shit, motherfuckers be thinking they raw as shit. Like, you know, everything they do be raw. You know, like you cannot a real artist. You can't tell them shit. You know what I mean? Like, this is they shit. This how they express themselves. And I respect it, but like for real, like some people. Yeah, I respect it, but like somebody got to tell you, like this ain't it. At least you you did your job. You did your job that was, at the end of the- And that was the hard part. The hard part was to continue to do my job and act <laughs> like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's the hard part. I feel so I have to yeah. find this fucking song. It was just like, what the fuck is this? But, like, he just thought his music was, was out here. And it's just like. Nigga, nah. Yeah. And then uh, we talked about Pluto 95. This nigga got on here and just was like so full of himself, thinking like he was the fourth Migo and his music speaks for itself and he's this and that. Like, nigga, you ain't all that now, motherfucker. Some of your shit is okay, but you ain't, you ain't. Yeah, really I like, I've heard some of his tracks. Um, yeah, he's, he's okay. Exactly. But, um, like, he. He went by the name I've heard YRN, YRN Mango. Yeah. Man. And um, at the time, he was called YRN Mango. So when we got him to the show, we called him YRN Mango. He was like, nah, nah, don't call me that, man. I go by Mango 95, man. I ain't answering if you don't call me Mango 95. Nigga, what? I, <laughs> I, I, re- I respect that. However, it's a you know, you use the you you the fourth Migo, and they need you need to be their group because you'll make it better. Shit, like nigga, what? Nah, bro, this is not that. Like I get, yeah. everybody should mm-hmm. think that they're the best at what they do, but sometimes you need to kind of humble yourself just a little bit. Hello, hello. Yeah, confidence is key for sure. Like, uh, but I definitely feel like. You gotta be humble, man. Like you gotta have a slice of humble vibe. Like whoever you are, until you get to that. I, well, I ain't even gonna say that, but it's like if you know you are with hell and your work speaks for itself. Like I talk your shit, pop your shit. But if you just don't, if you ain't really that, but you know, I don't know. You know, people think they, they him, they her. You know, so yeah. who am I to say? You know? Yeah, 
And again, you, know, you don't have real friends unless you got friends that tell you like, "Yo, this ain't it." Hello. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, I've produced some sh- some shit that I didn't even put out there, but I sent it to some friends. They're like, "Nah, bro, we ain't fuck with." Like when I sent you that one track, you was like, "Eh, you know, if you do this, this, and this, it could be better." And I'm like, "Yeah, alright, you're right." But like, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't. If a motherfucker just agree with me twenty four seven. They ain't for me. They're not friends. They're I not like I don't need like, a motherfucker to do with me. And people be wondering, like, damn, why she don't talk to me no more? Like, I just feel like, damn, is you a fucking yes man? Like, if I, mm-hmm. I I'm different. Like, I be sending motherfuckers shit. Like, man, I just don't like it. And then what? They but I don't know what you're hearing. Like, you know what, bitch? Just move around. You ain't my friend for real. Big you ain't my homie for real. But. Then it's like, I don't know, because it's like I ask somebody else, they say the same thing, and then I just be feeling like, you know what, fuck the world. Y'all all against me. Y'all want to, y'all want me to make a fucking fool of myself. So you got right. That's funny, he said. I'm a fucking alien. Let's see. I'm alien. We got, we got eight minutes left on the show. Anything else you want to tell the world? Well, I just want to tell the world that I am here to promote peace and love, happiness, and to look out <laughs> and to look out for me, the star on the rise, Charlotte Simone. Um, you never know what you're gonna get with me, you know. And that's I how I like that. it. I um, fucking yo, I told him peace. Yeah. <laughs> Make some motherfucking no. <laughs> the the Charlotte Simone, aka the Glizzy Gladiator. Y'all heard it here first. Come on now, yeah. And I hope y'all didn't really take that literal. Like I like Glizzy's G. A hundred percent beef. Like y'all just y'all you guys are so negative, you know? Just get your minds out the gutters. Let's all love and <laughs> do not think like real guys. That is not who you want to think like. Get your minds out the gutter and let's all be peaceful and love. That's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that. We're, we're, you know what? On that note, and this show is and this show is over, guys. See ya. <laughs> hey, y'all! Look, man, it's been a real fun one, man. I haven't done an interview in a long fucking time. It's usually just me talking my shit. But I appreciate you taking the time out. The other day to come on the show, and little to my knowledge, guess what? You just made our 398th episode. I didn't realize yeah. how close I was to my 400th show. Yeah, I remember my 100th show. 398 and see what that means. See, y'all, I'm a numbers type of girl, so and that man, you know something. You know. you know what I mean? So since since I've been on air. I've done almost 400 shows. Like, damn, that's a lot. That's a lot of talking shit. That's a lot of shit talking yeah, in four years. That's damn near like a 100. Right? That's like 100 shows much. a year. Yeah. Hey, man, you know, oh. 
I, I give a voice to the voiceless. That's my that's my uh, spiel. Just run, a voice to the voice. Just running that gap. Just running that fucking gap. Real shit. So what happened was real quick. We got five minutes left. Um, how I ended up getting on radio was I began on Anchor, which I have another. I I redid my podcast, y'all. It's called Rails Corner. You can catch it on Spotify. Um, I got three episodes out there. But before that, I started off on Anchor because I kept getting banned on Facebook. All like literally, um, I reached my hundredth ban on Facebook uh, two and a half years ago. But before that, I just kept getting banned because I was just basically talking my shit, like real shit that I posted. I mean, bro, I kept you getting banned do me messy as fuck, though. You do me messy as hell, though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sometimes you wake messy. up and you choose violence. You be messy as fuck. But anyway, that's back to what you were saying. That, that wasn't messy. It was just real, real talk. It wasn't messy. Okay. It was real talk. Right. My bad. My bad. Real talk. Yeah, that was, that was the nine nine years ago me. But yeah, you know, oh, okay. I, uh, right. So I was just like, you know what? I need to find something where I can talk my shit and not get banned by Mark Zuckerberg. So the very last <laughs> ban was because I was so tired of being banned. I saw that Mark Zuckerberg was uh, doing a live Facebook and thing, whatever. So I at him was like, "Hey, fuck you for always banning people from speaking their truth." And 15 minutes later, I was banned again. So it led oh. me to go to Anchor and speak my shit on Anchor. Uh, back then, oh. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I want to do podcasts. I did maybe 10 shows, I guess, 10 episodes, maybe. I don't know how many I did. But I felt like at that time, I wrote everything down. I was trying to be, you know, this type of podcaster, but, like, it didn't really work for me. And I saw that my homie, shout out again, B-Trey, kept posting about OG Radio. And I hit him up, was like, yo, what's to this show? What, what, what is this radio? He's like, bro, shit, we can link up, we can talk about it, and you can do a show with me. I'm like, shit, all right. So I went to his house, drove to his crib, and we did a show. And right. um, I was like, yo, I like it. I really fuck with it. And then my, my uh, program director, AK, came by, was like, yo, I like, you know, what y'all do on the show. Um, you could take your podcast and you can implement it on OG Radio. So that's how I ended up doing Monday shows because I was originally just Tuesday and Friday. Uh, okay. So Tuesdays was basically general talk and Fridays was freestyle Friday. So we'll have artists come on and then the freestyle to end. But since you're not a freestyle, right. I'm not gonna let, I ain't going to let you do it. But... Um, don't That's fucking embarrass me. Oh, you want to know what's funny? I was going to text you like, damn, do I got a freestyle? <laughs> you know, so normally, so this is what I do normally. When I have artists, whether it's female or male, uh-huh. and, only, and I swear to God, only a handful was able to pull it off. So what, I, what we uh-huh. usually would do is you would freestyle acapella, but I give you a word to freestyle off of. Uh-huh. Like, you got to use that word in a freestyle. But I don't give you any word. I give you a fucking complex, difficult word. Like, I gave him a uh, fucking kaleidoscope one time, telescope and shit uh, like that. Like I give him uh-huh. a hard word. That's just basically to sharpen their skills on the fly. So right. it was a handful right. that was able to do it. Um, shout out to right. Twister's 
hype man, um, be verbal, be hype to verbal. He is a real nigga. Like we done, we did shows with um, Do or Die and all of them before, but like be hype to right. verbal is not really like an artist per se. He's just the okay. hype man. But he was like, you know what? For y'all, I'll freestyle, and he actually killed it. So I added That's him to my handful of people. Like, damn, bro, I, it was it was dope, you know. And uh, I got that's a couple of jewels where I freestyled on the show, but, like, that's neither here nor there. I don't really – that ain't my thing, but I did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, like normally, normally we'll have people like you freestyle. But since you don't freestyle, you get a pass. Okay. Well, you know what? Y'all catch me on a later date. Because this won't be my last podcast. And when I come spit that fact, then I'm getting Big facts. You definitely are welcome to come back. Big facts. Like I told you before, our show also is not just heard, you know, globally, of course, um, on here on on, uh, Blog Talk Radio. 10, 15 minutes after... The show airs, it goes to Apple Podcasts, then it goes to Spotify. So I'll definitely send you the link in case you want to send that link out to people because a lot of people like listening to podcasts. So that's that. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to let us get up out of here so motherfuckers go to work in the morning and I'm going to eat Thank and you continue for drinking. Me. Thank of you. Of course. This is so much. And, um, I'm going to be so prepared. I really love that uh, this is my first interview. So next time, I'm coming to kill shit, and I'm going to have a freestyle. Fuck what y'all talking about. But go check me out, y'all. Charlie, I'm going to definitely hold you to that. Now, now I ain't going to forget um, that you said you're going to freestyle the next one. So, um, you oh, know, uh, real now. quick. Hold me to Right? So real quick, what's next for you as an artist? Uh, what's next? of me is guys I am working on a mix now which is a bunch of freestyles well not freestyles I'm so sorry a bunch of covers but it is like a remixes of artists songs already so that is what I'm working on and I'm also working on an album in the midst of that so y'all stay the fuck home and make sure uh, you know once you make those tracks and you clear it with engineering or whatever, you can send them to me and I'll definitely get it radio play. Like as you see I play, you know, music uh, and I will definitely promote your shit. And I will make it Absolutely. the track of the week and play it on every show. It'll be our intro show. It'll be just like uh Absolutely. right now the song that you heard, the very first song that you heard was mm-hmm. um myself and K Vibes. That was our track that we did together. It was Okay. My mistake was the version that I put out on the show, it wasn't the final okay. version, but whatever. It, it don't matter. But um, oh, I definitely oh, want to spend that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and for the world, for myself, uh, y'all know, follow me on Facebook, Terrell Radio Rail Redmond, Instagram, Hell Rail. Well, no, that's my old one. Radio Rail 1290 or Radio Rail 21, either the two on Instagram. Follow my TikTok, Terrell mm. Redmond Six. I've been going viral as fuck on TikTok. Y'all have been hyping me up on that motherfucker. Um, I also 
have a single coming out this Friday called Take Me to the Moon. Charlotte has heard it. It's produced by myself, and I've written a little bit to that because it was so dope I had to. I couldn't, I couldn't just pass it up. Uh-huh. But that is coming out this Friday. Last Friday I dropped – nope, it wasn't last Friday. Sorry. Um, the day that I got married this month, January 6th. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got married. I forgot to tell you. I got married. January 6th. Right. Um, Congratulations. I dropped my, thank you, thank you. I dropped my very first instrumental single of the year called Miracle Part 2. So for those who are with me for It's Rail on the Beat Volume 2, I dropped Miracle. Uh, That was inspired from some uh, woman named Miracle who the song was for her, but she didn't really do nothing with it. So I instead just made it an instrumental. And then I did a part two to that and dropped that on the sixth. But look out for all of that. And again, everything is on Apple, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and any other damn platform that you can find. I am on, we are on. So, yeah. Um, thank you again for taking the time out to be on this show. It's been fun as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. I, I miss doing radio shows and interviews. Mm. Okay. And so, with that being said, y'all, do what you love, love what you do. You'll never hate it if it's something that you love. Uh, mm-hmm. And always keep God. At the center of everything that you do. I'm on that. You better preach. You feel me? So I'm going to end the night with playing my all-time favorite R&B underground artist. Her name is Chief the Artist. You can catch her on all major music platforms. This song is called... Which one do I want to play? I'm going to play heroin. This is the first song that I just fucking fell in love with. So with that being said, y'all, this is Heron by Treat the Artist. It's your boy Radio Rail. I'm out. And the lovely Charlotte Simone again, thank you. We are out, y'all. Thank Good night. you guys. Good night. Perfect. I-